0: All right, everybody. Bob Turner back with you on the Summit podcast. We're here at the content room at 95 India Street in Portland, Maine. Uh, Mitchell Powers from Powers Promotion has been good enough to let us set up camp here and, and do another one. We're here with Heather Mayer today. Uh, she's a local real estate broker. I'm excited to get to chat with her a little bit. Uh, but first, got to pay the rent a little bit. One of our sponsors is Turner Builders. Um, we do uh, renovations, uh, kitchens, bathrooms, decks, uh, basements, you name it. If it's attached to a house, we can handle it. So uh, that's my my real job, so to speak, and the thing that I'm supposed to be doing when I'm podcasting. But anyway, also, thanks again to Mitchell for having us in here. This is a great space, and sometimes I, I forget to mention it. It's a great space, and it's available to you if, if you're somebody that wants to start a podcast or come in or have a client or do some video, things like that. Uh, hit him up. We can tell you how to get a hold of him. So anyway, um, on with the show. So we're here with Heather Mayer. Um, Heather, thanks for coming in. Thank Appreciate you for it. having me. Yeah, it's been Appreciate great. It. I just met you a couple of weeks yeah. ago at, a, at a, a different event, and uh, so it was good to get to know you a little bit. And uh, we got talking, and as, you know, she stepped in my trap, and I said, you should be on my podcast. <laughs> so so here we are. Thanks Thank for coming. You. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So uh, I am not from Maine. I am from, from away. You so. ain't from around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I moved here in 2006 from Boulder, Colorado, nice. and, um, you know, fell in love not only with the main lifestyle, but mostly the people. I just, you know, the down to earth kind of practical and, you know, no drama type of people that's like sort of speaks to me. So, um, so yeah. And, uh, I got into real estate kind of by accident, which I think a lot of people do because it's, I don't know, it's not one of those careers that I had sort of thought as a kid growing up, like one day I'm going to grow up and be a real estate agent Because um, to be honest, the bar is pretty low. It requires a GED. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I uh, got into real estate in 2011 by working at um, my now ex-husband's um, family's title company. Okay. And I love doing it because I got to wear my favorite hat, which is Nancy Drew, and yep. be the detective and research properties, put together closing statements, and because I had no idea what a title company did. And right. I was like, sure. Uh, they had someone going out on um, on a medical leave, and it was I had just finished writing this book with Maine Biz, and and I know that the topic of this is summit, and I had reached a summit that I had initially thought that was you know my ultimate, which was writing a book. I thought that okay. was. Um,
0: What's the name of the book?
1: Um, <laughs> Maine, the Pine Tree State, on a coffee table near you. Okay. No <laughs> All right. It's um. It's really a, a collection of of um, interviews of businesses throughout the state of Maine. But oh, um, so that was my opus. And um, I realized, wow, this lifestyle of being a writer is not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't realize a little until too late that I'm quite extroverted. So the whole thing of being in my PJs and sitting at a desk, you know, all day, yeah. sending my kids off to school, they come back. They've done this, talked to this person, I'm still in my slippers. Still writing. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I was kind of at a crossroads and sort of and kind of went into this role temporarily and then really f- sort of fell in love with the industry. And then from there transitioned to getting my license in 2011 And it's been going strong ever it's been since. A 12 yeah. Years or so, huh? yeah. So it's so the thing that's been very interesting is that It's been a market on, frankly, on the upswing, Mm -hmm. this, my entire career trajectory. So really, so 2011 was, and well, 2013 was when I started doing brokerage. So that's when things were really starting just to like creep up. And then 2000, I think 16 is when we started hearing about a multiple offer situation Mm. and and it's pretty much been that way since 2016, 2017. Been a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I, I know that um, we were talking about this before we, we turned the camera on it. I said, hey, no, I'm going to ask you about interest rates, right? And, <laughs> and one of the things that I've heard is that, and I've talked to a few different brokers, Well, I say, hey, what, what about interest rates? Well, yeah, interest rates are up. However... Things aren't. We're not seeing the bidding wars, or some things are selling closer closer to asking. Is that even true? Or
1: negative? Yeah. We were Mitchell and I were talking
0: about that before. He's like, "No way, dude. The house beside my dad is like six forty, and it should be four. Whatever." Yeah. So things are still like going for more than they really should. So that that takes out of play the people that need it to appraise, right?
1: Well, Uh, not necessarily. So there's a bunch of different things going on here. So you know, to speak to the interest rate situation. So uh, last month, I'm a big believer in, you know, in professional development, personal development, and we can mm-hmm. talk more about that. But uh, sure. I went to this national conference um, for Keller Williams, um, mm-hmm. and and it was really great. I like to see things from kind of a top-down perspective, not only from a national perspective, and then our team leaders and um, operating principals, they will kind of d- drill it down into the local. But basically, you know, interest rates historically, the average is six to 9%. What we had during the COVID years, it's highly unlikely that we're going to see two and 3% interest rates Super again long. in our lifetime. Yeah. So the basically what we kind of had happen in the last quarter of 22 was this combination of raising interest rates, the talk of recession, and the interest rate, because it was such a market increase from what we had been, it just froze everything kind of right. in its tracks. And so, uh, but when you look at it from kind of a, kind of a wider perspective, you realize, oh, okay, you know, five and a half, six, six and really a half. More the norm. It's, pretty average
0: it's so, like looking at the stock market right it's performed historically 10 percent over right the history right time right
1: so it's i kind of liken it to like childbirth it's like we were too close to the memory of two percent three percent to make <laughs> it make sense to purchase with five six but now it's like okay as the memory of that kind of goes in the distance and oh, you're like all right that. i'll have another kid i'll, I'll buy another house <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and it just becomes the new norm right i right. think that everybody got adjusted to that yeah and 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 somebody said to me the other day like well you know how was it when you bought your first house i'm like i don't know six or seven percent oh really that was so so it has been that high you know so, <laughs>
1: right yeah right Perspective. so when my folks
0: yeah. bought a house you were looking at 12 13 back right. in i don't know yeah way way back when right you
1: know? and and so the other piece that to address really is just the lack of inventory, which is a culmination of many different things. One is that people who bought during the two and 3%, they're like, well, why should I give up that interest rate? So they're more likely to stay in a house and not um, sell. So those people might be staying a little bit longer than maybe even though they might've outgrown it or maybe now the kids have left and it's too big, but where are they gonna go? Right. But the piece is, is that since the housing crash in, you know, 06 or whatever, that, um, that builders have completely under um, been under developing mm-hmm. to keep up with the population. So it yeah. is really unfortunate because I do feel like it's going to create this um, kind of have and have nots homeowners and renters that yeah. divide will be wider. And which is truly a shame because home ownership is truly such an incredible way to build wealth. Yeah. And I 100% believe in that American dream. And that's one of the things that excites me and, Helps me get up every day is to help people you know purchase their home and you know start creating wealth or to leverage that home to buy their next home or to buy an investment property it's yeah. really it's very rewarding
0: yeah well cool it's uh and you had a i mean you had a banner year last year um, i did yes that, was that repeatable uh, like what do you do you, like you know we all like want if we go here we want right. to go here i mean how do you go and that was pretty darn good year. Thank do you, you see that happening again or?
1: You know, this is a great question because um I've been doing this doing a lot of I've been doing a lot of thinking about my goals and um and you know, it, I have a love-hate relationship with goal setting <laughs> because yeah. I do feel like on one hand it's like it's a little arbitrary like okay, so last year I sold you know like 27 million in, as an individual agent. So do I say 30? 35. Right. It just sort of feels mean? a little bit yeah. like, I mean, I think on the whole people like to think of 10% maybe, um, increases, but the thing is, is that I want to look at not only what I accomplished professionally, but also personally. And, uh, to be honest, you know, I was probably in a very, I, I it was definitely bordering towards workaholic.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you that, I mean, that's a lot, that's a That's a lot going on. Yeah. And you have two daughters. Right. And so
1: for me, this is also a big banner year, uh, 22 because my youngest one just graduated from high school and was starting college. So that definitely gives you a moment. And I've been a single full-time mom for many, many years. And, and so honestly, I, you know, have been just focused on my daughters and my work. And so with, the daughter piece it, you know again it's not that you know i've hung up my parenting hat you know with yeah. you've have you a child s- out of
0: college it's What you signed up for yeah. but
1: you know th- there it, it's a different mm-hmm. it's a new transition yeah you know so um so just kind of thinking about you know i've been sort of a, a one trick pony so to speak with just yeah. like do it work 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 so it's I, i've enjoyed you know, that
0: transition with bailey where you know we're now we're You know, she'll call me when she's trying to talk through something or whatever. And it's not like it's less daughter, dad type stuff, Mm -hmm. just kind of collaborative, like, all right, you know, what's next for me? And, you know, let's talk about that. it's it's kind of cool. Like, I'm not saying, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. It's like she's doing things. And I'm like, I'm really proud of you. You know, great job.
1: It's a yeah. tough transition that this like quasi pseudo adulthood of like this 18 to, you know, 21 ish when they're still yeah. on. They're on the payroll. They're on the family <laughs> yeah, payroll. <for> sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But, you know, you, the whole thing of, you know, but I'm an adult. Uh yeah. Did you make my car payment? <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> Cell phone, car. payment. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah.
1: Um, it's yeah. So that you know that's a shift. And then also just sort of looking at well, what do I want this next maybe this decade to look at? And actually, I am this 2023 is going to be um, a big, big year for birthdays. Oh wow! <laughs> Anything yeah. that ends in a zero, you know, gets <laughs> you thinking. So. <laughs> well.
0: Happy birthday early. Oh I, boy. I yeah. Couple, so, years ago, but yeah. so
1: it's just one of those things that, um, you know, I, so going back to a very long winded answer to your question, I don't, my goal actually, um, has shifted. I've, I have decreased my, um, like my sales goal because realistically we are at, um, there were a third less transactions, um, basically in the, this essentially in this quarter. This quarter, yeah. I mean that's significant. Yeah. And considering there are, I don't even know how many realtors there are in Maine right now, but um, there's going to be this. There's going to be a little lag time where you've got the people that got into the business in the last couple of years who are doing maybe a, a transaction here and there, and then you know that's not going to be sustainable for them to be in it for the long term. Yeah. So. Um, But they're going to, and I don't begrudge anyone who's, you know, doing, you know, small amounts of deals, but the people that, you know, are maybe doing it sort of part-time-ish, you know, with there being less, less to go around. I mean, there's just less pieces of the pie to go around. People who are doing it on the part-time will probably kind of fall to the wayside. Yeah.
0: One of the things that I've noticed is we've, because I've been in doing the contracting thing for, I think this is year 19, and there's a certain amount of value to having been in the business a while, right? Yeah. so your, um, how do I want to say this? Your clientele, your, your opportunities sometimes become better, right? Absolutely. So you have like, we're into some larger stuff. Mm -hmm. So people that are doing larger stuff, maybe aren't so affected by a few points on the, on the interest rate, right? Like, or maybe there's not a mortgage broker in the deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's this Mm -hmm. or that. So sometimes when you get to that higher level client, they're making moves regardless. Right. They're doing their thing. Right.
1: Right. And, yeah, I mean, the benefit of being in the business for you know over 10 years is that, like, actually, this is kind of funny. I had someone call me up that I had met maybe three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. We looked at houses for maybe a good six months, and then they uh, they decided the market was too hot. They tapped out and um, were refocusing yep. to look at New Hampshire. So then they called me. They had my number, thankfully, and they saved it. And they called me on um, Tuesday, said, Hey, we want to see this property. We've decided that we do want to look at Portland. They look at it yesterday. We write an offer at four o'clock. We're under contract by 7 p.m.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: And so you, those, which is amazing. And that is one of the best things about real estate and the worst things is that you're looking change on a dime. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. And you really, you know, I always joke with guys because a lot of the people that I interview are entrepreneurs and I say, you, you traded your nine to five for a 24 seven, Yeah. you know, in real estate, I would say is in that, right. Like, I got a text last night at nine thirty from a customer, you know, mm-hmm. it, like wasn't a big deal, but mm-hmm. you know, it's still like, right. it's, it's up in your business a little yeah. bit. That, yeah, for for your weekend or your right. evening or whatever. Right. So.
1: Yeah. So I mean, and that's the thing is that. So for me, you know, I was with a, another company for the yep. most of my um, uh, tenure as an agent, and I, as I was contemplating these big shifts, you know, with my daughter's going to college and you know this looming birthday, and just it just again, <laughs> like I said, it, it makes you think, and and so what I realized was that. In order for me to not just be this one trick pony and not just be focused on work, I need. I didn't necessarily want to, um, I wasn't willing to let go of the income level that I right. you know wanted to keep achieving, well, maybe a little bit, but um, I realized that I wanted to buy back my time because that in the end is all we have, truly. And mm-hmm. I just didn't want to wake up 10 years from now and be like, would it have really mattered if I'd so... 28 million versus 20. And I had if I sold 20 and had, you know, like wonderful vacations and quality time with friends and family and not stressed out and working seven days a week. So you really just kind of revisit your goals and, and start thinking about what is what is my vision, what is my values, and what is my lifestyle. You know, and are these aligned? Well, and Well, no, not you know? to get
0: back to the birthday thing, but you mm-hmm. get to a certain age and that kind of stuff starts, This there's a shift. Yeah. And you start going, hmm, well, I'm maybe about halfway there or a little more. Mm-hmm. How do I want the rest of this thing to play out? Right, right. right. Exactly. The things that are important, you might change a little bit where, mm-hmm. yeah, we all like to make a ton of money and all that, but, you know, you've got two daughters, so you value your time with them. You right. know, I'm looking at, hey... How can I make it so I can work from anywhere, say? Yeah. So I, if I yeah. want to shoot out to Dallas and spend mm-hmm. the week, the month of February or something out there and see her for a while and let the little bit of snow melt around here, right. I can do that. See, yes. Yeah. And
1: that's something that, you know, with real estate is very hyper-local. You, yeah. you know, you can't, that is not something to do direct brokerage sure. that you can do uh, from a remote situation. However... If I have grown a team and I've got people that I trust that, you know, I'm somewhere warm and enjoying things. I mean, I happy to get on a Zoom and and troubleshoot things like that. But uh, and that's part of my goal of this year is to um, really get um, dialed in with a really rock star um, transaction manager, executive assistant who's going to be willing to grow into a director of operations role. So this is my plug for anyone who's listening.
0: (laughs) That was going to be my question. Like, how do you do that on your own? That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have had some, um, uh, some part-time assistants, um, and you know, I will be completely honest. I, didn't I didn't know how to manage people because I it was one of those things. I don't have a master's in business. Um, maybe I wasn't a natural at it, and I just was more of the mindset of like, uh, you know, I'll just rather than explain it, I'll just do it myself. Do it myself. <laughs> That's the problem of the solopreneur, right?
0: <laughs> so there's two books that come to mind. I always recommend books. Now is Buy Back Your Time by Dan mm. Martell. Have you read that? No. You should I'll send okay. you the link. And the other one is uh, Who Not How. Not how. So and it's all about you know I've got to get this done. No. Who can I get mm. to get this done? And so that's mm-hmm. just all about how you it's just like what you said, just getting back your time so yeah. that now you're the person that's like, you know, you're getting the listing, you're making the introduction, you're doing you know, yeah. one of the principles in the buy back your time book was a 1080 10 rule where you're kind of staying in it. You initially do the first 10 percent of whatever the task is or the interaction. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else does the middle 80 percent of the heavy lifting mm. and that might be your executive assistant See, that would whatever. be
1: amazing and then, <laughs> then
0: it's the last 10% you come in and go Pachoo. so yeah. buying I love that time. yeah so I've looked at all the same things. so um you mentioned travel you traveled a bunch last year yes you know.
1: I travel is a huge passion of mine and it's definitely again thinking about you know how do I what kind of lifestyle do I want and I definitely I think I read this quote that travel is the one thing you can purchase that will make you richer and yeah. I 100% agree. It's getting out of, you know, your comfort zone, getting out of the same old, it just, it enlivens me. It is just so enriching. So I'm, um, yeah, I did. Um, we went to Italy. I've nice. been to Costa Rica. Um, I'm right now in the works. We're trying to iron things out for, um, for the summer. I think we're we really do. I love Europe because in the summer, because again, you got the culture, and we if we do something, you know, near the ocean or a lake. So we're thinking maybe Switzerland or maybe the south yep. of
0: France. So <laughs> do you take your executive assistant with you. <laughs> no. no, but the funny thing is, this is
1: actually a funny uh, rule of thumb with real estate, and it's probably with you as well. With um, uh, you know, with construction, is that the minute you go out of town. That's when your phone starts ringing. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's brutal. We went, I took uh, Ryan, the guy that works with me, to Denver last fall. Mm-hmm. We told all our customers months before we went, we're out of commission, we're out of town. When yeah. We left the guys that were working with directions and everything. And Monday morning at 7 15, the whole world blew up, you yeah. know, and it's just the way it goes.
1: It's it's really like there's a little disturbance of the, in the force. Oh. <laughs> and the clients are like, Yep. Something just happened. Yep. <laughs> but it is, I mean, literally without fail, every single time I go on a, on vacation, I end up having um, someone who has to write an offer for me or, yep. you know, something to that effect. So, <laughs> but,
0: you know, the beat goes on, right? Yep. And I, I've told guys like that, that I've worked with coaching or whatever, like mm-hmm. in the big scheme of things, in, yeah. in the 365 days, mm-hmm. like if something happened in, in February and you got through it or you took an extra day off, Turn back around and look back. You know, come about November. Yeah, you really feel it, right? You know, did you you recover from it? Yes, you made it. Was it ideal when it was happening? Probably not. Would have right. been better to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what happens? What kind of business owner or, you know, um, you know, representative broker are you? If you don't ever get any time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like it, you said, it enriches you. And
1: Yeah, and so I'm a big believer also in, in coaching and, and really getting, uh, having someone else. I, I personally am in a very collaborative person in the sense that I, I do value other people's feedback and, um, and because it can help me see things from a different way. So I actually right now, um, decided to contract with this company called your realty leverage, uh, and they are kind of spearheading, um, the search for my executive, um, assistant director of operations and it is so amazing because you know they are doing kind of that initial like you're saying this is my that 1080 10, 80, 10. Yeah. yeah so they're doing they're going through the resumes this and that and and there was someone that they sent me a little uh, video clip from a zoom they did i'm like oh my god this is going to be great like i totally think and so because i tend to be i get excited i'm like yeah. yes like this is it let's stop looking and then they're like, okay, let's, you know, slow your roll, Heather. And, um, and then they end up going another step further and it, and then it became clear to everyone involved that it wasn't the right candidate. And I was so grateful Mm. because had I just sort of pushed through, which is, I can be persistent maybe to a fault. Um,
0: uh, let's go.
1: Yeah. Let's just make it work. Let's do it. And, and say like, I had hired this person and then, two three months later then they show this isn't the right fit right i've lost time money and now back to the drawing board
0: one of the things i've learned about in the last last year or so is assessments Mm. and using those on the front end to try to figure out how learned a lot about myself through Mm -hmm. that process but also like like i'm just hiring an admin now Mm -hmm. and like we're making sure that like on the wheel, like if I'm up here, I want somebody down here. Like What so assessments
1: the, are you using? Is a disc DI? Yes, I yes. Yeah, so, like so, what I'm, are you?
0: Uh, I'm a, yeah, guess.
1: You are a DI.
0: Perfect. Yep, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I know people. So, yeah. I know people.
0: Isn't <laughs> it funny now how you start looking at it like, I think she's probably SC. Yeah. SC, But I would say you're probably highest in I, and probably, but your S and C are probably pretty. Strong as well. So what we're talking about, guys, is disc, which is D is for dominance, I is for influence, um S is for steadiness, C is for compliance. um Oof, Anyway, if anybody remember. wants to, yeah, do they're, they're a, free. It's yeah, a free assessment. Yeah, Just I can google connect it. you with somebody yeah. to do that. So mm-hmm. um, she's great, and she can read it for you and like interpret it. So yeah, that's um, Sidebar there, but yeah. yeah, so you know, it's like relationship wise too. Like you, you look at it, and you go. Now, if you're in the dating world, you go, hey, you mind taking this? Uh, <laughs> this take about it take Just about get
1: back to me. That and your love language and, quiz. And kick, kick that
0: over to me after. <laughs> but getting back to that, like I want somebody in the office that's like SC. Exactly. So we did the assessment and uh, she was like higher D and I than I thought. I'm like, mm. ooh, wait a minute. But
1: Butting S heads. and C
0: was way up mm. from what like Ryan and I are. So I know that on details and, and that kind of stuff that I want for bookkeeping and, right. you know, um, scoping out and specking out jobs or whatever, um, she's going to be way stronger than us, yeah. you know? So. Well,
1: exactly, and that's the thing is that you need to have someone that is complementary yeah. um, in a role like that because, right, if if, if she's a high D, you guys are going to be butting heads, right. you know? Um, yeah,
0: it, and it was interesting because, like, you don't need um, – when I, was, when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to get to see what I suck at, you know? Like, and, then, and they're like, no, no, it's not about that. It's really like how you want to be communicated with. Right. And, and if I know that someone's an S and a C, I, can, I understand how now to communicate with them so that I'm not just like, just steamrolling somebody yeah. because I'm like, hey, uh, hey, I'm into the big picture, you know? Right, um, exactly. Well, just, just get it done. No, they need like, how do you want it? Boom, boom, right. boom. And then get out of my way, right. you know? Yeah. So that's that's really interesting. We hadn't talked about that before. Yeah. Um, the, the disc. Well, it, and I'll yeah. tell
1: you, so Keller, I mean, again, one of the reasons why, uh, many of the reasons why I decided to go with them is just their breadth of um, resources. And they have something that is the disc on steroids. It's called uh, the KPA, which is the Keller Personality Assessment. And yeah. this thing is ridiculous. Re- ridiculously off the charts accurate and it goes yeah. it's like it's it's much it's much broader than the disc and you know if you're curious i could get you i could get you yeah, uh, well, i could get sure. you in and get you because it's just it's helpful information because it really shows you um kind of uh, all the different scenarios that we're talking about but um in terms of, you know, st- it actually goes into like structure, mm-hmm. um, which I think is helpful, you know, because if you've got someone who's going to be working on their own, um, they need to, how are they going to work with that? Are they going to kind of oh, just sort of go off in the in no, the ether? Exactly.
0: <laughs> One of the things that's helped with me too is like, okay, so I'm DI, like high, you know, all of that, like 60, 60I, 40D, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's your adapted style and all that, but, right, right. but how you are at work, but um, what I kind of figured out, like at my age, like, okay, let's face it. I don't love details. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why don't I hire somebody that can take care of the details? Right. You know? Right. And so yep. that's kind of where that's helped me. Where mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm done trying to beat my head against the wall. be better at this. Be better. At, let's just go get really, let's get even better at the stuff yeah. that I'm good at. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: absolutely. Let's
0: let so-and-so do this stuff that, mm-hmm. that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But for them, it's they their wheelhouse it. they and love they love God it. So bless them. Absolutely. Yeah, love absolutely. It. Have a
0: blast. He has, right. a few, he has a few extra bucks. Have right. yourself a blast. Yeah. I can't I can't do it. I want to be out like I'm that gatherer of people guy. Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's go climb or Let's go do this. Or, you know, if I'm involved in a group effort, I'm typically if there's not somebody organizing, I'm I'll be like, All right, let's go, let's do this. You know, Got it. and and uh I'm not, I don't have to be in control, but Mm -hmm. a lot of the times I end up doing that because somebody else isn't, Mm. you know? So anyway, that's interesting. Um, And probably points to some of your success. You know what I mean? That the way you are on that, on the assessment where you're, you're more suited to, being outgoing and right. things that you would need to be as a real estate right. broker. You know? Right.
1: I mean, and it's interesting because someone might say, Oh, do you have to be extroverted to be or outgoing or or a high eye to be a realtor? And and I know many introverted realtors that are successful. It's just um maybe they're they're not going to get clients by attending a gazillion networking events. Me, I could network all day long. Like yeah. I and with like little breaks, you right. know, but exactly. that would be someone who's fortifier. introverted. Yes. For a SC type right, of exactly. Yeah. Or someone who's super yeah. introverted, but, yeah. you know, but they may really excel at the one on ones and just be really um, intent and mindful and intentional about follow through. So I think
0: it's really cool. I had it done on my whole team last year. Nice. I had like nine nine employees that went wow. for a short time. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was important to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, you know, hey guys, this is how we're going to communicate yep. better. So there's a, a pie chart thing where the goal is to get, you know, dots all over this chart, <gasps> oh. right? So you have balance, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Every single dot is in D and I.
1: Really? Like, oh, we, we, oh, my we, gosh. So did you make any we, big changes? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just Ryan and I now. Yeah. Wow. So all of them went, you know, and I I'm, that's part of it. There was just like too many mm. strong personalities, mm. right? And and that's probably part of a good part of why they're not, it didn't work. Wow. You know, so, one of them was pretty good with the, the details and that kind of stuff when we were looking at, but it just didn't it didn't work. And and uh, so I I'm a big believer in it, you know, mm-hmm. in it now. So so switching gears a little bit, you're super active. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking. I always end up talking working out with people, and um, so we got talking about that. And um, so how like what do you do, and, and how how does that translate to a, a kind of a healthier real estate life?
1: Uh, so for me, my physical, mental, and emotional health is very important. It's a huge value. I, you know, I spend a lot of time on it. Um, And so physically, I mean, if I don't have the energy to get up and have the stamina to, you know, stay up late, preparing a listing, present, all that stuff, then what do you have? So that has to be the basis. And again, I I am nowhere near perfect. You know, I eat sugar, I like my wine, but it's all (laughs) within moderate, you know, you have a
0: Everything in moderation. Yeah, everything right? in
1: moderation, but so, but I, for me, physical fitness is just super important. So I'm, I make time for it. So I work out um, five, six days a week in the morning, usually six a.m. If I've had a later night, I'll push it to the seven a.m. But I really like a lot of variety.
0: Yep.
1: Um. So that's where I vary my routine, but the time is the same. So I, I like to do Orange Theory fitness. Um, I do that twice a week. I do jibe cycling and I've just incorporated F45 Fitness, so I'm like the gym butterfly. Sounds rough,
0: <laughs> F45, can't be good.
1: Oh my God, no, it's, it's really fun and it goes yeah. super fast. Yeah,
0: is it yeah. like hit training? Yeah, yeah,
1: it is, it's really fast, yeah. and um, there's one in Westbrook, there's one in downtown okay. Portland, um, and the coaches make it fun, and, yeah. and it's literally, like the first time I did it, I was like, wait, we're done? Right. So, so that was a, a fun time. feeling. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's good when it goes by like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important. I mean, now more than ever, particularly as we get a little bit older, stay in shape, stay in sharp. Right. You know, and also just how you present, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're in a very um, visible field, right? right? So when you show up and you're squared away and you're in shape, um, that says something about you, mm-hmm. right? It's right. a prospective client, and right. buyer, whatever. Yeah. 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 I'd
1: like to think so. Yeah. Eaten, you know, I think it's just about, Setting a standard for yourself and your and, kids, you know? and your kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that it's one of those things. Hopefully, you know, it will rub off on them. They ha- my daughters are not physically active, which is that may know, change, you, you know? know. But they've at least seen the you know right the value yeah. that and the impact it has had on my life.
0: Well, and the two aren't mutually exclusive, right? Like you see people that I mean, I've seen some really out of shape poor health people be very successful but mm-hmm. I, I see more people that are in shape and taking care of themselves that end up being successful so yeah. the, the correlation there isn't lost on me anyway I, I think that that uh, there's a lot to that
1: mm-hmm. you know? and you know physical activity is just such a great stress reliever so it is you know because this I mean, these things are—you know—building people's homes. It's a big oh, deal, yeah. and people get very high emotions, All and it's a lot to you know, manage. They do in real estate deals <laughs> yes. too. They get
0: yes, they do. Come on, corked. Yeah. Yeah. And do, do you have you seen more of that? Like since COVID, like everybody seems like they have, like just off their m- rocker. At you, times, know, you know, like, it's—I int- mean, there have
1: definitely been, um, you know, some situations that have been tense. But you know, I do try to. I really do try to understand where they're coming from and uh, and this is where it is helpful if you have, um, uh, when I have had assistance, so then I'm yeah. like, if I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot take another phone call from this person. Then right. you, yeah. you call, your, hey, you need to call them because and like you run, you know, tag team them because, yeah. it, it. so yeah, so that's yeah. how, uh, because I just, for me, I mean, I try to be the leveling force. I don't, um, like if, a client is getting amped up, you know, one way or another, I uh, try to just really keep it even um, because my emotions aren't tied into it. I mean, but I like the sale, Sure. But you know, this is where thankfully, um, I don't need the sale. So when you're coming from a place of, I don't, you know, it, if you don't like this house or if you terminate this contract, so be it, you know, that you have to do what's right for you. And I think if they sense, Hopefully they sense that I'm, I have that approach and it helps them make better choices.
0: Yeah. You're kind of selling from a place of abundance right? where you're not not desperate and people sense that too. Yeah. Do you like to represent buyers or sellers of both? Or?
1: So I like to consider myself a matchmaker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with buyers. I'm helping them find the one. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and then I joke but I say with sellers, I say I'm helping them consciously uncouple. <laughs> <laughs> That's you funny. know, but so uh, but no. I mean there is something very satisfying about the buyer thing because you know it is this very tangible thing. Like you've actually this home, you know, whether it's um, something that is only for a short period of time, a long period of time, their forever home, whatever. It's still very exciting because it's purchasing something. And the selling piece, usually you're helping them accomplish a goal so that they can go on to you know, either a bigger home, another, you know, whatever situation. So it's, I mean, it's definitely rewarding in different ways. Yeah. So t- to be very diplomatic, but it is true. I do, I mean, because the thing with listing is, it's fun to get creative, like with the marketing and how, um, can I, you know, which photos should I use with this, and really, um, you know, have some fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: No, it's um, it's it's a great feel. I had thought about it at times, but it it can be. Depending on where you're at in your life, it can be a little bit tough to get into because yeah. tough to get going, yeah. right? Yeah. Unless you you know you kind of have a situation where okay you getting some listings or whatever you've got some income coming in to help you, kind of weather that first yeah. one or two years of yeah. just what's probably a, quite a grind.
1: Yes, and you know for anyone, so I can just share how I kind of transitioned to a, a solo uh, agent was I really I felt that my best track was to join a team, join a larger team. And I was a, you know, small cog of the machine. Yeah. And and I'm so grateful because in that year, you know, I think um, the lead not did like, I don't know, at least 100 transactions. So, you know, obviously I wasn't negotiating any things, but I, w- I had, I was yeah. in the business and I got to see part of, a, I got to participate in 100 transactions right. versus the average um First year agent maybe does six.
0: Yeah. I was going to guess four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think six is a goal. Yeah. (laughs) So so that was, um, and then so that gave me enough confidence to, then I actually joined, because I'm kind of more of a baby steps kind of person, Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to just go completely out on my own. uh, So I was um, I kind of worked with um, a more seasoned agent sort of as like a junior agent to her and then actually started getting transactions under my belt. But we would share, um, you know, clients and stuff. And then from there, went out on my own. But um, I would say for someone, I would recommend, I really would recommend going the route of starting with a team. Yeah, just that's to good get. Advice. Yeah, and then from there, it, you know, if you absolutely hate it or if you're like, I can do it, then great, go for it. But... I just think that you'll you will go further faster doing it that way.
0: See, so if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Exactly. Right? So, absolutely. Yeah. Join a team. Have a mentor. Yes. Right? Learn huge. The business. Huge. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, and that's something that I I do want to eventually start doing is um, either doing some coaching or mentoring oh, cool. on the side because I do I, there my prior um, brokerage uh, I was a mentor to um an agent and it was really really rewarding he would yeah. call me and i'd be like all right so here's what you say it was just fun it is good time, you know yeah. have you ever mentored um, yeah i do
0: that with like a lot of guys that i coach some uh, oh that's most right because you're doing yeah, coaching yeah most yeah of them are, they're entrepreneurs and uh-huh. they'll, they'll call me and i'll it'll be like all right i got this one I, uh, what do you think of this or i got one for you or this is something i'm really stressed out with mm-hmm. today so we're able to work through it. And mm-hmm. I give them a bunch of different strategies to try, which is cool because, you know, let's face it, if I'm twice their age, mm-hmm. I've been kicked in the shins more times than them and right. made all the mistakes there are to make usually. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> how know. can I help you avoid yeah. some of these mistakes? So, well, yeah.
1: It, it's funny because, you know, on the, when you're going in it, when you're that, you know, Newer agent or newer in the business, entrepreneur, you feel like what you're going through is so unique to you and so like, Only oh my god, hum- yes, anyone's. And yeah. then it, there's something both like gratifying and humbling to be like, oh, okay, I, did, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't invent this, right? Nobody died, we got this. That's what I always yeah. say them. deep
0: breaths, we yeah. got this. So, like, uh, I mean, you're clearly successful as a real estate broker. Um, that's that's yeah. awesome. What would you? If I asked you, what were you what, what's your definition of success, and it could be personal or mm-hmm. professional, what, what would you say?
1: I would say living a life by design mm-hmm. um, and really being intentional with does my vision and my values align with my professional and personal lifestyle?
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. We talk a lot about um, that code of conduct and core values and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and the personal development arena and it's caused me to really look at that kind of stuff like how how do i really show up Mm -hmm. when i'm with somebody am i listening am i or am i scrolling on my Mm -hmm. phone or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know one of the questions i i posed to a group that i did a talk for uh last week was like who needs more of you Mm. you know and and a a couple of them like "Hmm." you know like you might think you're doing great but you know who needs more of you Mm. and it's not like a uh I don't say it to overwhelm somebody, Mm -hmm. but like, are you giving back? Right. Mm -hmm. And that can be like to your girls or, you know, to to your family, your folks, whatever. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, mentoring some younger broker or some newer broker that that could be older um, in the business and just helping out and giving back, sharing what you know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, contribution, I think, is such a key to fulfillment, uh, in my opinion, because uh, at least... There's something because not only do you feel good, but you see someone else feeling good and then yeah. it's just like magnified. So yeah. why not? Yeah. One of the slides <laughs> I
0: had on my talk was I, I said, I want to inspire people. I want to be the reason somebody doesn't give up. Oh, you I know? love that. It was kind of cool. I, yeah. I like that. I stole that from someone, but it was kind of resonated with me. And yeah. And I've had a few people say that to me, They're like, you know, because of you, I went out and did my thing or because oh, of all the stuff you post. And so that's pretty cool. So if you jump into that that arena yeah kudos to you because it, it can be very gratifying yeah you know?
1: definitely i mean that's um something that i 100 plan to get into at some point it's just yeah. you know with two girls in college i, I still have to focus on production <laughs> keep sending
0: money baby Keeps, <laughs> you pick out the whole how much do you need <laughs> oh my gosh yeah
1: yeah but i mean the good part at least um from I'd like to think for my girls is they saw me build my business from nothing. Um, you know, I didn't grow up in Maine. I don't have this huge extended family right. that I can lean on. It was just truly through grit, hard work and determination. Yeah. So.
0: No, good for you. That's good. What would you, what's an ideal day for you? Typical day or ideal day? You know, oh gosh. Obviously it starts with a workout.
1: It starts with a workout. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and then. Um, my ideal, if we're really going to go yeah, like, okay, it's... my ideal day would be at the workout and then, um, cold plunge
0: okay. sauna, yep. uh,
1: infrared sauna. That would, so again, the whole health wellness, a little time for some meditation, yep. gratitude. So have my kind of morning routine and then, um, mornings then would be for me, like really doing kind of lead follow-up where I'm kind of putting things together and then afternoons would be some appointments, but also being done by like, and actually shutting things down uh, by let's just say six.
0: Wow. Yeah, do you have <laughs> that time? That doesn't do happen. You, but... Do you ever just, do you put it on silent or no. do you flip it over face to, no, right
1: it's so. very, no.
0: It's it, hard when you have it, kids too. If yeah. Out, you know, how far away are they in school? Are they
1: so, nearby? well, um, my older one is in Rhode Island at Bryant university. Mm-hmm. Um, and my younger one is uh, here in Portland, going to SMCC. Okay. But we've all shared our locations, and we're all we're just a very tight
0: three yeah. I'll get threesome. It. So I'll get a text from Bailey, what are you doing in New Hampshire? I'm like, yes, I don't know if I really like this. I know. Actually, that's very funny that you say that
1: because my girls will track me as well. <laughs>
0: like, you know, it's something something flipped here. You know? Yes. And and how come they didn't have this when you were in high school? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. It is funny technology piece it's a i'd say a blessing and a curse but i its probably yeah it, i wouldn't know i'm not sure what the ratio is it'll be different on any given day blessing versus curse <laughs> yeah
0: i was when i was out in uh san diego one of the people that i was with her daughter was involved in an accident
1: oh no in
0: the middle of the night she's okay she got hurt her nose got cut but mm. she got a text on her phone saying there's been an accident and she before she even got informed of the accident by her daughter. She was notified because she had the tracker of the location or whatever. I'm not sure what the technology oh, no was kidding. in place. But see, she got that in the middle of the night saying, you know, your kid's been in an accident.
1: Holy so then, moly. Yeah. So,
0: wow. Um, yeah, you don't want to get those phone calls. Um, it's mm. not good. So, um, no. Well, usually at the end, I kind of open it up to to whoever I'm interviewing and say, you know, the floor is yours. You got a bunch of people listening. Um, you know, more and more people watch this all the time. You know, what what would you say to whether it's a new broker or somebody, mm-hmm. an entrepreneur or a young person getting into real estate mm-hmm. or just somebody that's looking to be more healthy and fit. Um, you know, what, when you when you grumble about stuff and say, I wish I could say that to more people, what, what would that be?
1: It'd be two things, really. And this is something that Tony Robbins talks a lot about, that success is 80% psychology, 20% implementation. So if you really kind of let that sink in, it really helps you get away from the tyranny of how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And really getting your mindset straight. And especially being uh, an entrepreneur, because you're not going to fire yourself. Right. So Stuck with yourself. You're stuck with yourself. So what you say to yourself day in and day out matters. And, you know, your self-talk matters and really addressing that and really yeah. getting, um, really kind of up leveling that and really being mindful. You've got to stand guard at the gates of your mind. That's what Tony says. I'm a big fan. Yeah. 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 And that's huge. And and just, and this, I mean, Tony has interviewed, you know, successful billionaires. I mean, for him to say 80% psychology, you know, whether or not I'm like, well, this, maybe it's more like 60, 40, but re- regardless, it's a yeah. huge part. So I think, um, you know, that's in the end, that's what makes or breaks you.
0: Yeah, it's all it's above above the shoulders, right? That's where the real game's being played. It really is six inches between your ears, as they say. Yeah, right.
1: You know, and it's interesting because you know having um, agents or or clients or people that who are maybe who aren't really on top of their their mental mindset and they're super negative and this and that. Well, gosh darn it, don't you know? The crappy things end up happening to them, and I'm not saying that they make it happen, but there's obviously to me on some level, there's it just bruised.
0: Funny how that works, it right? really is. I yeah. don't know how
1: it works, I'm just noting it
0: I'm is just something you're better seen. off to think positively than negatively because you get more of what you focus on, right? Believe that, like, yeah. And if you're gonna think if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, exactly. You know, yes, um, so yes. that's cool. it's I've watched a bunch of Tony stuff. I've, I've like, Ed Milat, Lewis Howe. Yes, you know, oh, guys. love them, love you them. I love those podcasts. Yeah, me and, too. Um, it's been a big part of, of um, you know, my development over the last couple of years, and what I would add to that is implementation. We were talking yeah. about that with another guy uh, that was on the podcast. Just, you can absorb, you can consume all of that stuff mm-hmm. as much as you want, but what are you doing with it?
1: So true, you know, so true, because I actually, and I'm glad you're saying that, because I definitely could be one to take more information or think I need to do more research, sure. you know?
0: Yeah. I'm sometimes I'm, I get in the truck. I'm like, okay, 37 minute drive. And I'm like, okay, Ed my Yeah, 38 yeah. minute podcast. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> like, like, I don't know when the last time I listened to the radio in my video. Oh yeah, no, last, I never you know? do. And, it, uh, and yeah. I like music, but, yeah. um, it's funny when you get in that mode, when you're looking to just, okay, what can I, what can I do? How can I move the needle yeah. this week yeah. or today or, yeah. or whatever? So, um, cool. We're pretty Pretty uh, on the same path that way. it's yeah. of cool. you know, everybody think, else looks at me and goes, "What are you doing all that stuff for?" And I'm like, I don't
1: know. Well, i'm trying to be better. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that you know, why not? I mean, again, we're stuck with ourselves our whole life. So, well, <laughs> yeah. And how
0: many people, you know, <laughs> as you get older, like stop growing, right? So many personally. They're like, Absol- yeah. They they kind of they just people, like I am what they I am. Top out, yeah. i hey, am deal I am. with it. You know, it's probably why a lot of marriages end, right? Yeah. Because they, people are like, well, hey. Um, this is me deal with it. I'm not going to exactly. change, you know, exactly. I always say leopards don't change their spots. And I think that so, to some degree that's true, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get better and all the time, yeah. you know, and I think as you kind of increase your self-awareness, you start looking around like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I might not need to respond quite that way, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. I can, I can still say that same thing mm-hmm. tomorrow. Right. Right. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to say that today. <laughs> yeah. You know? And probably better. Yeah. I don't probably better. I sleep on that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, I am an optimist to a fault, so I would say leopards don't change their spots unless they make a very, very concerted effort. Concerted <laughs> effort, right. All
0: right, I'll, I'll go with you on that because <laughs> I wouldn't want to be pigeonholed that way, you know, like, oh, somebody give up on me. Right, but it does, trait.
1: it is, you know, making some type of change on your mindset, your outlook, or, you know, is going to require, yeah, a significant effort.
0: It's some work. Yeah. You know, and it I think it's ongoing. It's not like, oh, where's the end of this path? Right. I don't think there is one. Yeah. You know, you're just on it. Um, and I and I try to surround myself with other people that are on it on some level. Yes. At Mm -hmm. least working on it. Yeah. Like for sure. You know, because everybody's got something going. Everybody's got shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but if you're working on it, then all right. Yeah. You know, like, but don't don't have this thing that is just there Mm -hmm. and you're just like, yeah, that's me. Right. You know, yeah. that's how I am. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, toodaloo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then you're like, okay, you do you. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do me. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so. All right. Well, <laughs> it was great you. having you. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. It's good to get to know you a little bit and, and swap some stories and all mm-hmm. that. Um, guys, this has been Heather Mayer. Um, the Summit Podcast. I'm Bob Turner. I want to thank Mitchell... Mitchell Powers, Powers Promotions. Thanks for having us here at the content room. If you're looking to shoot video for your business or come in and do a podcast or do an interview, this is the place to do it. Mitchell will set you up and you can, can hammer through it. Um, I want to thank Ryan at Turner Builders for putting up with me being out of the office for a little bit and doing this kind of stuff um, and uh, allowing me to kind of work on things like this and kind of create stuff for other people. Um, we have a... Uh, we have a Facebook group called The Summit. If you haven't checked that out, send me a DM and uh, I'll get you invited to that. That's up over 515 people now. So awesome. It's kind of putting together a community where we can just be more positive and kind of bring a little bit of positive flow to the world. So um, we're loving that. So I think that's all the things I was supposed to mention. I put my iPad down a minute ago, so <laughs> I have no clue. So um, Heather, thanks a lot. appreciate thank you being you. here. And thank, thank you. you guys for for watching another episode of The Summit. We'll be back next week. Take care.